Welcome to Emran's Podcast, episode number 62. This is your host, Suman Silwal. Your limit this week might be a 5K. Do something. Push yourself. Visit emruns.com to listen to our previous podcast shows, links to our social media channels, as well as get discount codes for 7 Bridges Marathon and all South Asian Trail Series events. I'd like to welcome Matt Clem to Emron's podcast. Matt is a, one of the founder of uh, Mutt's uh, Mississippi Ultra Running Society. Uh, Matt, how are you doing today? I'm good, Suman. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, we, I'm doing great. We we met each other at the Lake Martin uh, 100 uh, running, and that was the first time I was I was introduced <laughs> to the Mutt's. I didn't know what that was, and then it, there was a bunch of t-shirt people running t-shirt and following you. I said, you must be some important person there. Uh, oh goodness, I wouldn't say that, but I will say this though: you were you were a treat on that run, and uh, our crew referred to you as the picture guy because every time they saw me uh they would see you and you would scream out take my picture so they always called from then on they called you the picture guy because you're always <laughs> so happy and then when we're going up heaven hill for the second time um which uh, was that like mile 30 or something like that uh assuming you were you were struggling and you were saying this this is just the most difficult portion of this of this course every year it gets me and i and then when we got to the top of heaven hill you kind of faded back and i didn't see you probably for another 15 hours and to be honest with you i was thinking did suman drop out or what because i never <laughs> saw you or anything and anyway on the third loop when we're in the backside um just before mile 75 suman just comes flying past me and he's like i took an i took a nap and i had about 10 cups of coffee and i ate a bunch of food and i'm ready to go and it, now keep in mind at this point i am struggling just to walk because if anybody hasn't run lake martin it's up and down up and down up and down and to the point i mean if you can hold a 15 or 16 minute mile on that course you're doing pretty well, which yeah. if you know 15 or 16 minute mile, that's kind of a walk. You fly by me and I just remembered and it's pitch black dark. I hadn't seen anybody in a couple of hours. And Suman, you just come by. Hey, man, how are you doing? I'm ready. And you, and you just flew off. And I think you finished like an hour ahead of me. Yes, yeah, so something like that. I I had a lot of <laughs> a lot of ups and downs in that race. Uh, it was just amazing how I I could bounce back. I learned a lot of lessons there. And recently, I ran fifty six mile twelve hour. I really learned lessons. So, mm-hmm. so I'm going back to the drawing board and how I want to run ultra. So kind of we we can talk about that in a future podcast. Sure, sure. But yeah, it was interesting run and and kind of bouncing back and forth from the lows was one of the things for me. You know, I don't quit till I quit. So. Absolutely. <laughs> and so they'll like to see the finishing line usually. So uh, so talk about Matt. Um, talk, tell us about your running journey. How did you start running? Were you like a, were a lifetime runner or, or the late starter like me? No, absolutely not. As a kid, I was pretty active with sports. And then I have to be honest with you, pretty much for all of my 20s and into my early 30s, I kind of let myself go. I was not athletic at all. And um, it wasn't until after I turned 30 going for a checkup to the doctor for physical, uh, rather for insurance purposes, the doctor kind of had a heart to heart with me and said, listen, you're on the you're on the brink of having to make some choices, either become medicated or get yourself in better shape. And so I went home and I talked with my wife and I said, I don't want to be medicated. And Mm -hmm. so at that point, I just started eating a little bit better 
and I started walking every day. And make a long story short, probably within you know a year or so, I ended up was able to run a 5K, and then I was like, well, let me try a marathon, and and then you know next thing you know, I'm you know as most people they they tend to go bigger and better, and what's the next one? And and so after running 20 or so marathons, um you know, I decided I wanted to start doing a little bit longer distances, which is a different animal for me because you run a little slower and, uh, which I kind of liked, uh, and it was more mental, which I liked as, as well. And so that's kind of what's led me from running, uh, or from walking say about 12 years ago, I think is when this journey started to now where I've run a few hundred milers and, uh, several fifties and 50 Ks and, and now being involved with mutts. That's kind of that's to, to make that long story short, basically. But, you know, I was I was pretty much just living a sedentary lifestyle and through my 20s and, and then finally decided to get myself into better shape in my 30s. And now, you know, I'm almost 45. So so what did what did post you um, to go to ultra? I mean, you know, going on a 5K, 10K and go to marathon and ultra is a pretty big step, correct? Well, OK. Now, in Mississippi. We don't have a lot of trails, therefore we don't have a lot of ultra distances. Uh, in South Mississippi and Laurel, uh, both Dennis and Renee run the MS50, and they've been doing it for years, uh, I don't know, 15 to 20 years. And but that's about two hours south of here. But other than that, that's for a long time. That's really been the only ultra distance. And about four years ago, four or five years ago, um, John Brower, who is a kind of a legend in Mississippi, a longtime uh, ultra runner who's run several, if not more than that, 100 milers. Uh, he helped put on a ultra event in downtown Jackson called the Fondren Urban Ultra, which basically was a three-mile loop, and it was a 12-hour run. So it was just as many laps as you could do in 12 hours. And I had a lot of friends that were doing it, so I'm like, you know, why not? I'll try it. I got 12 hours and I knew at that point, I knew a little bit, you know, walk the hills, stay, you know, stay diligent and, 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 um, be responsible with my running. And so I did it and I really didn't train for it. And I was able to get 50 miles in within the 12 hour time cap. And I'll tell you, that was, a uh, it was an experience for me that I don't think I'll ever forget because it was not as much physical as it was mental. Because I tell you, when I got to mile 31 or whatever it was, I sat in the chair and I was like, well, I did an ultra distance, you know, there <laughs> I did an ultra. And I remember my wife looking at me and my wife, who's a non-runner, who has been to so many marathons, God bless her. And she looked at me and she said, uh, no, you're not done. She said, you can get back out there. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how many more laps is that? Well, anyway, I just kind of stayed out there and I did it. And um, from a mental perspective, it was one of the most proud. It was, it was one of the more proud moments that I've ever had, because mentally it's just it, it can be anguish being out there for that long because it's just so much easier just to quit. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's kind of what that's kind of what got me into the ultra uh, at that time and that. Mm -hmm. And then we started talking about, well, let's, what about, you know, longer distances? And, and me, I've always been a little bit of a obsessive compulsive. I, I tend to take things to the extreme sometimes. Like I never ran a half marathon before I ran a marathon. Mm. A lot of people, they might kind of, I just went straight from 5K and I decided I'd sign up and I did Memphis full marathon. Uh, and so anyhow, after doing this 50 miler, I was like, I want to do a hundred miler. So 
we started looking and I was looking at different events. And originally, all my family is from um, Gainesville, Florida. So I'm like, well, I wonder if there's anything down there. And uh, so I saw that there was the Iron Horse 100, which is right outside of Gainesville. And looking at the race review and everything, it's it was pretty much flat and fast. So I'm like, that's right up my alley because I knew trying to maybe tackle Pinhody or something out west would be uh, a little much for a first timer. So we went down to um, Gainesville, and it was me and Helen Summerford, who is a longtime endurance athlete in the Mississippi area, who's done several ultra distances and uh, multi-time Ironman, and she's really kind of a legend as far as female endurance athletes in this area. We went down, along with a really good friend of mine, Hal Sistrunk, we went down to Gainesville, and it was the three of us to do the Iron Horse. So when we went down... It was a lot of fun. We had our whole crew and everything. We had T-shirts made up. And uh, honestly, other than Helen, we really didn't know what we were getting into. So we showed up the, the day before and we were looking around and we saw all these people and they had, we kept seeing the Ackerman fur. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're like, what is fur? And we were looking at bumper stickers, people had shirts and it was F-U-R. And we finally figured out it was Florida Ultra Running. And we were like, that is just the coolest thing, that there's actually a community like that. So we were looking around, and Hal looked at me, and I looked at Hal, and we looked at Helen, and we said, well, you know what we've got to start? It's a no-brainer. We said, we got to start Murr. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, we're going to start the Mississippi Ultra Running. And we were like, oh, yeah, that'd be great, 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 great. So we ended up doing the race. And um it was a great experience. It was obviously, I think for me, it took 25 hours, a little over 25 hours. And Helen, of course, she smoked us. She was 21 or something. And Hal was right behind me. And uh, it was it was a great experience. And uh, one that I'll never forget being the first 100 miler. And so when we got back, we started, we were like, well, let's go ahead and launch a Facebook page, uh, Mississippi Ultra Running. And so we did it. And immediately we just started having people that were like, oh, cool. You know, let's let's get into that. And um, so we had like a little bit of a social group. It was a closed group on Facebook, Mississippi Ultra Running, and it grew quickly to 100 people, something like that. And it was just one of those things where people could kind of toss back and forth. So that that was kind of the early stages of MUTS. MUTS, okay. um, How that got started. Definitely. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about muts, and we'll, we'll come back to some of the other topics I want to ask. Let's mm-hmm. um, since we since you kind of lead in me into that anyway. So let's talk about muts. Uh, what is what is muts? Well, muts is the Mississippi Ultra and Trail Society. Um, it is a five hundred one uh, licensed nonprofit in the state of Mississippi. And kind of go back real quick when we had Murr. Mississippi Ultra Running. Uh, I have a background in nonprofit, and there was talk about, well, we would like to do the Spined Urban Ultra again. Can we run it? We've, we had people. Are, is anybody going to put on this race again? And we, we kind of talked about it. We were like, well, we could help put on this race and whatnot, or maybe we can help do a trail run somewhere. And among discussing it, we kind of what I did is I brought together several people in the running community that had run some trails and some ultras, and John Brower being one of them. We all kind of came together and met one day over coffee, and the whole idea was. I thought, well, if we're going to do this, let's do it legit and let's go ahead and incorporate and look at, you know, let's go ahead and form a board because Terry Williamson, who's a really good friend of ours, he's an attorney. 
uh, Joel Neely, who's a very good friend of ours. He's a banker. And then, of course, we've got several other people that, you know, are pretty resourceful. And we're like, well, there we go. We can go ahead and start a board there. But then at that point, what's going to be our vision and what's our mission? And so we talked to John a little bit. And John, John abstained from being in this because he has other conflicts. And and but he he really kind of pointed us in some directions. Um, but John, being so busy with his running schedule and whatnot, he chose he didn't want to be uh, on the board, but he would be a big supporter. So we were kind of looking and we looked at other areas close to us. And immediately we looked at the Birmingham area. And we also looked at Georgia with what they were doing. And we saw Georgia had guts, which is Georgia Ultra Trail Society. And then we looked at Butts, which is Birmingham Ultra Trail Society. And we looked at their visions and their mission statements and everything. And we were like, look, we really admire everything that they're doing. And it seems so simple that, uh, you know, could we grip some of that and form something? And we all looked at each other and we said, well, you know what we have to change the name to? Instead of Murr, it's got to be Mutz. <laughs> so there you go. That's how Mutz started. It started from Murr and then us taking a look at Guts and then Butts. Uh, so yeah, and, we, we and that's, that was the creation of Mutz. And now we have been in existence. We formed in January of 06. So now we are, uh, what, a year and three months into a year and four months. Okay. So, so 2016, you're saying? Yes, correct. Okay. You, yeah. Uh, that's a uh, that's pretty cool uh, story. So tell us about uh, you are basically based off uh, Jackson, correct? Jackson, Mississippi area. We are. Um, a, a lot of us live in the Jackson, Madison, uh, Brandon. Um, Flowood area, which is all just suburbs of Jackson. Um, we are Mississippi Ultra Trail Society, so we do have members because this is a membership-based nonprofit. And right now, uh, we just actually started going active with membership the first of this year. And right now, I want to say we're around 80 members, which is not bad considering we just launched. Uh, but we have members all the way down in South Mississippi, all the way up to North Mississippi, close to Tennessee. But as far as events at this point, uh, we have we are just putting on four events uh, and helping out with a fifth event in the Jackson area at this point. Definitely. One other thing um, I was going to ask you is uh, what kind of trail system do you have around Jackson or wherever you guys run? Well, that's the biggest obstacle. And I think that's one of the reasons why something like this hasn't come to fruition sooner is because in Jackson it's uh, or in Mississippi rather that there is a lack of trail systems uh, it's not like Birmingham where you have Oak Mountain and all these other just fascinating Lake Martin a little bit further south just all these great places uh, we don't really have that we don't have the elevation change in the central part of the state north part of the state there are some trails but around Jackson uh, there is a little bit of a, a struggle around the Natchez Trace Parkway which runs from Natchez just all the way, I believe, to, I want to say it runs to Kentucky, um, which is a national parkway. There are some trail systems that we uh, have helped uh, kind of help develop and uh, bring to life a little bit. And we're working on some more at this point. But um, right now, Mutz is, we, uh, for the first year and a half, we uh, really, it's, it's more about a social group. And we, our fundraising efforts thus far have been more, uh, to help build the social community, and we would like to get more involved with helping with education and trail development because our vision is really just to educate and to um, to help provide a 
atmosphere for people to get into trails and to uh, for ultra running. Because a lot of people, you know, they think of they think of mutts. They think we're crazy that we're all like you who wants <laughs> to go run a hundred miler every other weekend. That's not it at all. Uh, we uh, we helped out with a kick up the dust. Uh, I want to say it was a shorter race, a 10k and maybe a, a 5k or something like that trail run. And it was one of the more successful ones. And we couldn't believe all of the turnout of people that came to run trails for the first time. And I'm talking about people that had been running for a long time that showed up to run trails for the first time. And so that's been kind of neat to, to, to watch that grow. And over the year and a half, I think our Facebook a uh, closed group is now around 500 people. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's uh, with, with the struggle with your not having a trail, big trail system like mm-hmm. what we have around here, because we're pretty close to Pinhoti and uh, mm-hmm. and then Birmingham has at least four parks that we can run easily um, from 40 to 100 miles or 15 to six miles to 100 miles. <laughs> we're going to have 100 miles here pretty soon. So I know. That's crazy talk here, but. Uh, tell us about uh, if you need to develop a trail system in your area. Is there a way you guys can purchase a land in the future? Is that is that any part of your vision or or at least have a state or, or somebody donate? We've looked at a couple of different options. One one option would be to find lease land. Um, there is a mountain biking group in the Jackson area that has lease land available. Um, but that's really mainly just for mountain bikers. And we looked at that as an option. Uh, but like I said earlier, there are, there's some there's some land along that's federal land along the Natchez Trace that we've been able to kind of uh, get into. Um, there are some other properties that are in the works. And we've looked at ways to um, help raise money with some matching grants. I know there are some grants out there through Patagonia and Columbia, and a lot of these companies are willing to help out nonprofits as long as they're putting money back in to, uh, into the environment. Um, but we, at this point, um, we haven't really been able to, um, to do as much as we probably would like. But like I said, we're still very young. I mean, we're, at this point, we're just scratching the surface of um of what I, I assume we'll end up doing long term definitely and having a, a group of people who's passionate about it uh, kind of helps to uh, get the get the vision going so that's i think that's how i look at it well i i tell you sue man it's it's been amazing um just with the people that have come up to us and with so much thanks telling us thank you for what we're doing and, and and that's been the most reward look i just like to run i just want to get out there and run and i like the camaraderie um but having people coming up to us and saying listen we really appreciate everything that you guys are doing we didn't know mu- how much fun this was most people when they think of trail running especially in this area now in birmingham in your area people are a little bit more they're more seasoned but over here it seems like when you talk about trail running people tend to think like they're about to go snow skiing or something like they have to have all of this special equipment or um, they don't have the right gear or the other part will think, well, I might get hurt or something like that. But when they get out there and they kind of get in the groove, they get lost. They not not really lost, but I'm talking like they just get lost in the moment and they just they love it because they're out there being one with the nature, which is so much cooler than just running out on the asphalt all the time. Definitely. One thing I would like to mention to you, uh, basically all the Mutz friends, that uh, the part of uh, Birmingham trail running, I mean, we've been here for a while, but, but really the organized trail running has not been here too long. Uh, prior to Butts, we all ran our own stuff. 
you know, then mm-hmm. <laughs> and then butts happened. Then we became more organized. When I came over for the Lake Martin, I, I have to tell you, all the butts crew that was at the top of Heaven Hill, they were so great. And I tell you, they and I sat, of course, out towards especially towards the last few times that I ran by when I was not in a hurry, <laughs> I got to talk to them and they were just so polite and they were very insightful. And I told them who we were and they were just so supportive. And then also David Tosh, uh, who run, who ran the race, just really top notch people. And, uh, we can't say enough good things about the people of Alabama and the trail running. And we are actually all, there's a big group of us heading over in November to run Pinhoti, and we are really looking forward to that as well. I, I saw that your note, so I may be at Pinhoti. I have not decided. I'm tr- going to train. Have you run that race before? Yeah, I've done that. I had a horrible, horrible experience, but it's, well, it was well, my fault. For... <laughs> it was my fault. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's just, uh, you know, how I like to go fast and then slow. Sure. But I stayed with it and finished. But it's it's uh, it's about first 80 miles or whatever before you get to a uh, uh, pinnacle is not difficult. You know, the trails are really wonderful. So you're going to like it. So Good. The, yeah, Good. The, yeah, first, just, just don't get too overwhelmed with the first 40 miles. We, we'll we bring in the more Pinhoti uh, podcast later. And we had it from last year as well. Mm-hmm. So you may mm-hmm. want to come and go back and listen to some of my Pinhoti podcasts. So I did a bunch of series on that. Great. But, but, well, yeah, I, I actually, I think I, I ran into a couple of videos or something that you had done. And it was pretty insightful. So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but one of the things that uh, Butts does, and as, as a trail, we also, go do a lot of volunteer work uh, even mm-hmm. in, in, even our one of the biggest race here in Birmingham is the Mercedes Marathon and mm-hmm. and we have a butts uh, uh, what do you call water stop aid station here <laughs> for the road <laughs> roadies mm-hmm. you know and because half of us we run half of a trail half of roads you know I'm, I'm both on road and trail so kind of puts mm-hmm. the name out you know bring that passion of trail to the to the road and um, that's 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 also may you guys may want to look at it talk about uh, the events uh, tell us about uh, what are the events coming up I know you have a bunch of races coming up we do we okay so we decided that we wanted to just kind of a fundraising aspect along with our membership to kind of help us brand ourselves and to help with some of the extra stuff. Uh, we decided that we wanted to have about four races a year. And so our first race was the Fine and Urban Ultra. Originally, that was we had that race in the fall. That race is now, uh, that's kind of a staple race. That is a 12-hour uh, ultra, and that will be held in, I want to say that's going to be held in April, um, next April. Not, uh, Yeah, we just missed it. But anyway, we're going to ha- have it again next April. But in July, we are going to be taking over a long-time race called the Big Butts 100. And it is out at Big Butts Park, Butts Park and the Choctaw Trails, which is half single track trail and half cross country. And um, it's a 100K run, a 50K run, and we're going to have a 100K relay. Um, and I, I, I want to say that this will probably be the seventh or eighth year, I could be mistaken, of that race. And there's only been a handful of people that have been able to achieve the 100K, not because of elevation change or anything. It's because it's in July in Mississippi. And you can imagine. Definitely. So we have that race coming up in July. That is Big Butts 100. And then in, um, I want to say in the 
fall, we have another one, which is really going to be a great race called Ways Bluff 50K. And that's at Camp Bratton Green and the um, Grace Center, which is in Canton, Mississippi, just north of Jackson. And that's a beautiful little camp setting that will be a 50K, a 25K, and an eight-mile fun run. Um, and that is in November. Yeah, I think it's in October. Yeah, October for that one. And then um, in February... We're going to have the Frosty 15, which is a 15-mile trail run. So we got like four, four, one, four events that we're putting on. And uh, but yeah, all on Mutt's, uh, running dot org, which is our website. Yeah, I'm looking at the website at this moment, and yeah, you mm-hmm. have you have those listed here, upcoming events and yeah. races, and, and it looks good. Uh, so so in, in uh, when when you do this kind of races, are they most of them are trail, or I know that one is urban, but but you, uh, what kind of trail are they? Are they flat trails or you well, have the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, very, that's a good question. Uh, okay, so big butts that's coming up in July. That's like I said, it's single track and cross country. It's it's not very technical for you guys. It would be extremely fat, flat and fast. But there's a few dips on the single track once you get into the woods. But it's relatively flat and fast. Really what you're dealing with there is the heat. Uh, the Ways Bluff 50K that we're having out in Canton in October, that is going to be relatively flat. I think that's probably be our fastest course, and that's going to be really a beautiful course. Uh, some single track, some wide open. And uh, and then in February, when we have the Frosty 15, we have that out at the Florida Boundary Trail on, along the Natchez Trace, and that is definitely more technical. That is similar to um, Lake Martin with the footing, uh, a lot of ups and downs, not that kind of climb, but it's uh, it's it's a pretty technical for the Frosty 15. And then for the Fondren Urban Ultra, it is a street run, but it is in Fondren, which is downtown Jackson, which is extremely hilly. It's almost like Birmingham where you're up and down, up and down, and it's it's a it's deceptively hilly. The Mississippi Blues Marathon, which a lot of people deem as one of the more hilly marathons in the country, um, it a, a lot of it is on that course. Definitely, I have done that uh, blues a couple of times, at least one time, and this and year. And it's pretty, and it's pretty hilly. There's some there's yeah. some hills in there that'll get you. So yeah, that was a that was a hilly course, but you know, you you mentioned um, several times about Nat- Natchez Trace uh, Trace Trail. Uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, people who don't know about this, we mentioned you mentioned a little bit earlier. Tell us about where, how how does how far you are from the from from that start of the trail trailhead maybe. Well, okay, so we have the Ross Barnett Reservoir, which is just it's like northeast of Jackson, so it borders Madison County and Rankin County and Hines County, and going around that is the Natchez Trace Parkway. Um, in Madison County or in Ridgeland, if you kind of follow the Natchez Trace around the reservoir, there's a couple of trailheads up there, one of them called the West Florida Boundary. And that, that particular trail is called the Yakamukini Trail, which runs, uh, I want to say right now it's, it's pretty manicured for about 15 miles, which we use for the uh, for the um, Frosty 15, but there is actually some uh, trail work that is scheduled uh, to be done to take it a total of like 27 miles. So that's kind of our bread and butter trail right there. Um, and that is just north of Jackson. And uh, yeah, and then the other trail that we use a lot is Butts Park, which is actually west of Jackson. It's southwest Jackson in, in an area called Clinton. 
and uh, Butts Park is uh, it's a multi-purpose park that they use for soccer fields and there's some wooded area behind it and linked to it on the other side is uh, the Choctaw Trail which is used for a lot of colleges and their cross country got you it's a, it's a big park area we have those exactly we have those like that around Birmingham too but but yeah it sounds like a Natchez Trail if you can get a, access to that over the years 10 years plan maybe and maybe. there are more there are more in the works um, like Mays Lake which is in downtown Jackson which is a nature area there is a four mile trail back there that we're looking at hosting a group run um, in the next month or so just to try to get people out and a lot of people don't know where the trails are and that's another thing and that's part of our mission is or is to just try to educate people hey you can go run here so what we've been doing um is we're hosting uh, monthly group runs and where uh we'll just we'll host everybody to come out we'll get we'll provide coffee and donuts and and water and all that and and they just come out and meet and we had a group run uh this past saturday and we had about 30 people show up and they had a blast and uh that really that's what it's about definitely that was my other question is if we if i if i arrive in uh jack in Mississippi, if I want to run some trails, who how do I who do I look for? Or how do I assuming find? if you decide to come to Jackson, <laughs> we're going to get a huge group. Trust me, and we'll have a big old we'll have we'll have a good time. But no, but we are uh, yeah we're along with our website, uh, we're, we're efforting you know looking at doing some upgrades where we can really have more interaction on our website where we can have things posted as far as like where the group runs are going to be but right now through facebook on our mutts page if you're not on mutts just click on there um on facebook ask to join the group get in the group and then at that point it's just an open forum so if you're ever going to be in town just say hey i'm coming to town who where can i run who wants to run and it's such a fellowship as you well know trail group is pretty cool laid back we're we're different than the road and i i i, I switch back and forth and i'm i'm the same person and <laughs> so. well i'll tell you for a long time i ran on the road and i remember trying to qualify for boston and going to do speed work and all that which is great i mean i really i enjoyed those days but going from that to you know meeting up with Helen, Tiffany, Joel, Terry, Mike, Hal, you know when we all meet up, we're like, okay, well let's just go run, and it's it's very low stress. Uh, we just we just want to get out there and just run and have a good time and uh, and just keep one foot in front of the other. Definitely. Uh, tell us about um, you. You focus most of Jackson is kind of being a central Mississippi. Have you tried to expand? Go to I know that you have members from the south and north, but have you tried to find some trails in north or south? Do any events in those areas too? Well, there are trails available. There are a lot of trails in South Mississippi. I know the Pine Belt Runners, which is down Hattiesburg and Laurel, which is South Mississippi. There's a lot of uh, running down there, and then North Mississippi, there are the Oxford Running Group. Uh, around Ole Miss. And, and I know there's a lot of trails in some northern counties. Our board consists right now of nine members, and we all live in the Jackson area. And this being, you know, our, our second year, it's on the docket for us to expand and to really try to to grow in that area. Now, how we do that, who knows? We might end up hosting some sort of run up in North Mississippi because we do have members up there. Or 
you know, could a future board decide to maybe branch off and, and have northern board members? I, I, I don't know, but um, it's going to happen because uh, Mississippi, just like Alabama, there's a lot of people who like to run but just don't really know where to run the trail. So Mutt's, that is our goal long term is for it to grow statewide. Definitely. Uh, that's the one of the things we have done uh, over the years for us is basically in Birmingham area, we got a lot of trail runners and then Huntsville has its own pockets of trail runners. Well, there are there are other groups. Uh, I know there's the North Shore Running Group in, out in Louisiana and they've they've held uh, races, the Badlands 50. And uh, there's some other uh, groups um, that run trail runs in Mississippi. And, you know, the, the really cool thing about all this, Suman, is this is totally non-competitive. So mm-hmm. if Suman wanted to open uh, Suman's Ultra Trail Society and base it in Jackson, you know what? Great. Because honestly, we don't care. It's all about just getting more people out running. We're not mm-hmm. territorial. We don't care who's running races. We, I mean, honestly, we really don't. Because mm-hmm. the more the more people out there running, the better it is for everyone. And I know I've used the corny analogy before. The more, the more, the higher the water raises, the so do the boats that are in it type thing. And that's true because, um, but there are other groups that are putting on. Um, a part of our goal is is to let people know about those groups because we want them to advertise on months. We're totally cool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind. Honestly, at the end of the day, we just want people out there running either trails or if they want to, you know, get kind of spunky with it if they want to try an ultra distance that then that's perfect you know let them do it and and for us to be a part of that in some sort of way that's really that's what we that's what we're here for definitely matt it uh it takes a lot of people to put a organization together and i, mm-hmm. I know you have big support of friends and and uh, families and our our running families uh to do this kind of event and to do day in and day out go out with you uh tell us about uh them how how do the, how does the community contribute well I, i'll tell you you know when i started this I, i never would have thought that other people would have been as passionate as as me and our board um we have a lot of people that really care and they care more about the vision and the mission than they do really about their own themselves. And, and, and I can't say it enough that they've been great, but not just that it's been people in the community, um, in the running community, they, they love it and they, and they really appreciate what we're doing. And they're, they're always like, I'll help in any way I can. And I'll tell you another thing too, Simon, which is interesting. We've approached a few, um, merchants, uh, Buffalo peak, Um, Fleet Feet Sports, uh, Stinky Feet, which is a local. And and a lot of these groups, you know, although they're competitors, they've been very appreciative of what we do. And we look, we're there to help them. We try to point people in the direction. And we really don't, we don't ask them for anything, really. I mean, they help out with like membership stuff. They'll give like some discounts and a card or something for people who are members on, on an annual basis. But really for us, it's like if we can point people in the right direction to where to buy trail shoes, then we you know that's that's really what it's about and so the merchants have really helped out and i think they appreciate the fact that we're not in it for profit i mean we're just in it just to educate people so they're very appreciative the general public's very appreciative and of course our board of directors um has just been it's been awesome um it really has So it, this whole this past year and a half, um, our board flips over after the end of this year 
And I'm assuming that some of us will probably roll off and new people will come in. But I look forward to being involved with Mutt's forever. I mean, as long as it's around, I'm always going to help. And and just like I would always help Butts or I would always help Guts. And it's just the camaraderie. I think us being a part of building that camaraderie in the running community when it comes to trails and ultra running, that's something that that's a really proud moment for me. And I think it is for the rest of our board. Who else is is in the board? Uh, how big is your board for, for your for your organization? We have nine board members: uh, board president, uh, vice president, treasurer, secretary. We have a head of um, a race director, event coordinator, rather, and then also we have someone that is over uh, memberships, and then we have another person that kind of handles a lot of uh, the uh, merchandise. We have two people that really handle a lot, the go betweens, uh, with a lot of the uh, merchants and what not so and we all like to run Definitely. and we'll probably all be over there in november <laughs> in Hody. <laughs> in so. definitely uh matt we talked about a lot of trail trail running uh trail running in in mississippi uh, central mississippi um so people if they want to join your organization uh tell us uh, how they can join and in uh, what what are you looking what they're looking forward for are people on um, people like us just visiting the state and want to run with people from jackson um tell us how, how to get in touch you did mention a little bit let's let's that put that word out again Sure, sure. Now, we do have a page on Facebook. It's MUTS, uh, M-U-T-S. Uh, it's Mississippi Ultra and Trail Society. We do have a group on Facebook. It is a closed group, but go on there and just request to be in it, and we'll throw you right in there. And that's kind of an open forum. Uh, that's a great way to kind of communicate back and forth with other like-minded individuals. I think we have about 500 members. Now, if you would like to know more about our organization as far as our vision and mission statement, you can go to mutsrunning.org. And that'll give you a list of all of our board members, our mission, vision, and then some of our race stuff. And if you would like to be a MUTS member, we do annual memberships. It's, uh, I believe it's $40 for an individual, $40 for an individual, and it's $80 for a family up to four. And that money goes straight to MUTS with some of our causes. And with that, you get a bunch of swag and discounts and all that good stuff. But you can check us out at uh, MUTS on Facebook. We're also on Twitter, and we do have an Instagram. Um, But MUTS is really the – MUTS on Facebook is the main forum that we have. And then you can check us out at MUTSrunning.org. Definitely. uh, Matt, before we close this interview, uh, so give us a word of advice to the the beginner runners and people who have a dream to be – ultra runner one day and be a part of running community like you you have immersed yourself into it i would be very weary about comparing yourself to other people what you need to do is you need to push yourself to your limits your limit this week might be a 5k do something push yourself make yourself get out there and get uncomfortable if it's a 5k if it's a half marathon if it's a marathon make goals for yourself don't sit around make goals and achieve them and i and i tell people all the time running a hundred miler is not hard deciding to run a hundred miler and training for a hundred miler that's where the rubber meets the road and that's what i try to tell people um but my wife told me 100 miles that's it i'm not doing a 200 miler i'm telling you Sumit, don't let me do it i'm not doing it (laughs) 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 so you know that but look that's what i tell people i'm like you know just push yourself whether it's doing a mile i remember the first time i ran a mile without stopping I, i felt as good about that as i did the first time running a marathon that's what i try to tell folks Definitely. I, I still remember running 
1.6 mile without stopping or three miles stop without stopping. It was a great moment for me. And, and you know what you've been doing ever since? You've been trying to get that same feeling. You've been chasing that feeling. That's why you've run. How many marathons have you run since? That was uh, my 87th marathon and ultra. And you're trying to get that feeling from the very first one every yeah, time. Yeah, I'm still still trying. Um, I will mention. Yeah, well, guess what? You're probably not going to get it. But look, at least you're having a good time. It's just yeah. not going to be as great as the first time. Yeah, definitely. But, um, but Will, that was a great word of advice. And it was great talking to you. Thanks for your time. And uh, hopefully I will see you if I don't come to Jackson before I, I had a plan to come in June, but I think it I have to be an event locally. Uh, well, July. In well, July, I mean, I'm sorry. July, I'm telling you, you need to hop in. Big Butts is going to be a great one. Or you can yeah. come over, try to run the 100K, or get you a couple get you a crew and uh relays two to four people so yeah. yeah you can have a good old time but assuming you're awesome man i appreciate everything that you do no problem that the same to you thanks for doing all, all the things at, at mississippi and uh let's see each other at pinhody either either i'll be running or running the race or running the aid station at um, at i think our group usually runs the the chiha mountain uh, the the top of the chiha um you got you got it buddy. so we'll, we'll see you we'll see you at the pinhody thank you man Th- thanks for your time if you have a need to cover your events from marketing to taking photos, please contact mruns.com by emailing at marathonruns at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to another episode of Emirates Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast channel, Voice of Runners, at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and more. And also follow our social media channel, Marathon Runs, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.